Welcome back, everyone. We missed you. It's been quite a while. Going to talk a little bit about the NBA. Just got it started up. Look at the energy. Look at the passion. Look at the fight out of these NBA players. And it's early. Man, are we in for a good season. Baseball's coming down to an end. World Series is here. Dodgers, Red Sox, historic matchup. And you got NFL and NCAA football. A lot to talk about. Not too much time to do it. Let's get it rolling. All right, all right, all right. We are back after a little uh, week in between action here. Mm -hmm. But for good reason. For good reason. It's not like we were sitting back being lazy. Uh, Billy actually did a wonderful thing, and you went down to Florida. I, I haven't heard from you for a week. I started to get a little nervous. Well, yeah. Uh, there was no cell service down there. Um, right. I got to say, first and foremost, thank you to everyone who donated um, between the cash and the GoFundMe um, setup. We right. raised over a grand, actually, to uh, buy... Um, anything from diapers, baby food, um, you guys are great canned people. goods. It was awesome, man. I got down there, um, and you know, I'm not going to get into it too much, but what was really special was seeing the entire country come together, seeing how these people of Florida, you know, may have lost everything or are going through a really, really rough time and just wake up every morning with a smile on their face, looking at the positives. Um, got to shout out the Brown family. They housed me for three days, um, after we had just met. Um, but it really is incredible. I mean, I worked with a electri uh, electrical group all the way from Ontario, Canada, who drove down uh, the day that they found out the hurricane was forming. So uh, just great to see the country come together. And, uh, you know, when you think there's so much bad in the world, you see that there's a lot more good. You just got to look for it. So, Yeah, and unfortunately, um, I wasn't able to get down there. I actually had my Father's Day gift for my dad, which was going to the Jets game that weekend. Oh! As bad as I, it was good. Um, they won. It was okay. the Jets versus the Colts. Not this past weekend. Um, when they played the Vikings and mm -hmm. lost. But yeah, I uh, I wish I was able to come down there. You did a great thing. Well, it, the ability to do it. Um, you know, my dad had just mentioned it to me, and um, you know, it was kind of a last minute thing. Um, but it was definitely an eye opening experience. I mean, just to see. How was the drive? Well, I didn't really realize how far away it was until I got in the truck and typed it in, and then it was like 26 hours. So yeah, Florida's far, buddy. It's far, man. But, you know, I, I crushed some good podcasts. Uh, I crushed some good music. Um, mm. You know, didn't text and drive. Was very good about that. Was very safe. Um, but, you know, it was, uh, it was very much worth it. Uh, I really enjoyed it. And, um, you know, there are beautiful people down there. Um, you know, and that place is going to bounce back. So I'm uh, excited for that. I sure hope so. Yeah, no, no doubt. It's a beautiful Some of the place. pictures you put up, they're absolutely devastating. It was, it was. But, um, you know, you can't really put that. Like I said, what stood out wasn't the damage and the uh, destruction, which was unbelievable. It was mm -hmm. just the quality of people and the um, resilience of those people and the um, want of the country to come together and help each other. So that's what was really special, for real. Now, how was it living with, uh, with the Brown family? Uh, it was hot because there was no air conditioning. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, it was good. I mean, for me, I mean, I'm a guy who, you know, I love my phone. For those five days, I had no cell service at all. Mm -hmm. um, so it was just cool, like, back to the basics. Every day we'd get up and find something else to do, whether it was um, cutting up trees, pulling down trees with the truck, um, building roofs. Um, how late would the, how, how early would you start and how late would you finish? Oh, well, I always got up whenever the sun came up because it just would immediately start to get 
extremely hot. Extremely hot. Um, and then we uh, curfew was at seven thirty, so we'd probably finish around six forty. They had a curfew. Oh yeah, yeah. There wow. Were, you weren't allowed out oh, on the street for after looting and stuff like yeah. that. So, um, yeah, it was. Um, did they have like police officers patrolling the place? They had SWAT or? patrolling. Like really? With, yeah, with like M16s. Like it was it was no wow. joke. It was it was Oh it hey, was I'm Billy Ray, deal. um from New Jersey. That's, came here to help. That's exactly how it happened. Like I pulled up, saw the first guy, and thank God he was a good dude and ended up staying with him. Um but Otherwise uh, you would have slept in your car every night. I was gonna yeah, I was gonna sleep at the JCPenney where all the um trucks were. Um pretty sure everyone probably thought I was a psychopath, but <laughs> <laughs> everyone, you know, everyone just a small cog of a very awesome and um an awe-inspiring uh, recovery effort. So it's ongoing. So if you guys have a few dollars, definitely check out any links where you can uh, donate because the country, the county will be rebuilding for some time. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. But anyway, uh, unfortunately, during that time, I did not catch a lot of the sports going on. Mm. But I, See, did, that would hurt I me. did watch. I did get some recaps, prepared myself for this podcast. But just full foreclosure to you guys, we're here to give you an excellent podcast. We never give you a poor podcast. But we may not cover as many things as we normally cover. We're going to cover what matters. We're going to give you the goods. And then we're going to go plop on that couch over there and watch the World Series. Game one. Game one of the World Series. So just let you know Chris we are. Chris Sale versus Kershaw, Axon. I, first I time hope Boston Kershaw loses. is a underdog and I think is in 200 plus starts is the first I time. I saw something. I saw something. Would you rather have Randy jo- Johnson or Clayton Kershaw? I I mean again it's one of those things where I didn't watch enough baseball when Randy Johnson was playing but mm-hmm. I mean Clayton Kershaw is obviously the best pitcher of our generation of our but generation, yeah. but playoff success is not at a premium with him that's so right so this is a big moment I'm hoping for him he right gets here. his dub for uh, for LA but we'll get you know, in the World I'm not hoping that but I know I know because you know, you're a New like York and Boston fan mm-hmm. you psychopathic yes freak yes 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 so what are we going into first man What's let's first? let's talk uh, let's talk uh, your G men all right can I prompt. Can I prompt? You know yeah, I yeah. I mean, Here's the deal. I think, I think Eli Manning's career is well, effectively over. Oh, is effectively over. I'm so happy you said that. I th- I, I'm not saying I'm, I'm going to leave some room for anything, but what's frustrating me is the media's willingness and just total disregard of the fact that his there's no quarterback that could succeed behind this offensive line. That's a fact. Okay, he's got one second, and then, you know, Will Hernandez is in his lap. Um, and every joke is, oh, they traded the wrong Eli, Eli this, Eli that. The team's just, it's a bad football team. Like, regardless of who's playing quarterback, I this, this is, is a sub-500 football team. I believe this is, um, this will be your fifth out of the last six years mm-hmm. having a losing season. Yeah. Uh, I believe, what, you're 4-19 or 4-23 and in your past? It's not the many wins X- and a lot of no. losses. I know it's four wins, but it's either 19 or 23 uh-huh. losses. Um, but you guys made a move today. You traded the wrong Eli. Congratulations. Why are you, see, why are you jumping <laughs> on that hating Eli thing? I just thought, like, he's, like, why do you not, I, I don't understand, like, I've never had a problem with you not liking the Giants, fine. I've never had a problem with you. You've like, always had a problem with me not liking the Giants. You're right. But why don't you like, there's nothing unlike. No, 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 no. Here's, so here's my situation. He carries Here, himself well. He's a Absolutely. Famer, absolutely. And, and any no. young quarterback should look up to how he carries himself. Right. Um, wow, you've never said anything that nice about him. I, gotta, I know. I got to credit you there. Well, look, man, I always feel like he's been overrated and you guys just... Okay, I can I can even get... A, I, I'm not going to say he's overrated, but I can I know see you that you see that. But, okay. but uh, here's the way I look at it. We're, I asked the question, where do you guys go from here? 
Are you right? asking me? No, I, this I'm going to build off of this. It's just a general question. Okay. Where do you got? I look at the current situation. You're one in six. You have some pieces, but nothing's coming together. Nothing, nothing is meshing. So where do you go from here? Um, you traded Eli Apple today. Okay. Your first round pick, what, two, three years ago for a fourth round pick and a seventh round pick in 2020. Can I just say that Eli, Eli Apple though, he never really gelled in New York. No, I don't think so either. Yeah. He always had issues. He has a lot of talent. I'm fine. I like, I, I, I see why you guys got rid of him. And I Mm -hmm. honestly, it doesn't make a difference to me. Uh, I think both Eli's should have went, but, uh, God, you're so (laughs) horrible. Like you're so bad. But here's my thing: you should have traded Eli last year when you could, and now. But we couldn't. Who's paying? Who's trading for an 100 million dollar Eli Manning? He's not a hundred million dollar Eli Manning anymore. He's getting no, but he's getting paid that much. He's getting. He's been getting paid that much every year. Your contract goes down. Well, you, you know what I mean? Like it. I just don't think somebody. One, I think he should retire. I think he if he trade, if giant. you traded him last year, you would have gotten a third rounder. Yeah. This year, he's not worth much. I disagree. You disagree. You disagree. I disagree on the on the rationale. I think the problem is they didn't do a good enough job um, really evaluating him. But honestly, I don't think that you're able to evaluate his play behind this offensive line. But fine. I do. You've had I don't three think, years. I don't think that you trade away him. I don't think that's right to him. Well, he also has a no trade clause. That's where oh, you would. Okay. That's Why where you would be able that? to discuss with him. Hey, Eli, where do you want to go? Yeah. What, you know, like we're looking to give you the boot, but he we're going to be good to you. About it. As a giant, he should 100. percent But I don't feel like he wants he to retire. Earlier, I don't um, think he wants to retire. Yeah, he's uh, just I taking think, a lot of heat right now, and day, I, it just makes me mad because Odell Beckham has had big drops in all of our games. He continuously drops the ball, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying Odell's the problem because he's not. He's not. It's just this team has a million issues, and it seems like everybody's just like, oh, well, if Eli Manning's not there, we're going to be better. If Ty, if Tyrod Taylor or insert. Insert NFL quarterback, average NFL quarterback coming here. We're not better. Dak Prescott, I don't think, wins three games with this roster. I mean, whoever. Like, if you replace him with a quarterback, I don't see any route to where they win. Like, it was a close game yesterday. They lost by, what, three? But it wasn't close. They were outplayed on every area of the game. Um, So I don't think that it just all falls squarely on the shoulders of Eli. No, it does not. The whole thing's a mess. Uh And um, I just want to make something clear. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't hate on Ode- Odell Beckham Jr.'s play. No. The guy plays the win. He plays yeah. passionate in between the lines. Mm-hmm. But outside the line, the guy's an issue. Yeah. he's a, He has too many antics, too many off-the-field problems. He always wants to be in the headlight, never uh, at, uh, spotlight. He never takes accountability for himself. And here's my argument to people. What about DeAndre Hopkins? Everybody, down, at, uh, down in Houston, everyone's saying... Oh, Odell does all these antics. He's just passionate. His quarterback sucks. DeAndre Hopkins has never had a good quarterback until this year, yeah. and he's balled out every single year. You don't see him acting the way Odell does. I think if I think where people get twisted over and everything is they think that you're talking about his play, and you can't just evaluate a player based upon, oh, well, look at this awesome catch or look at this 100-yard receiving game. Like You have to look at it with, is he a net negative or a net positive right. impact on his teammates, especially when you're well, putting a position. Daniel Murphy. <laughs> yeah, when, especially especially when you're when you're in a position like he is where they're asking him to be the leader, asking him to be the franchise guy of that Paying team. Paying him $96 million. Um, you know, so it's just, I, I said it last week, man, it's the difference between Larry Fitzgerald, who's never had a good quarterback, and Odell Beckham. Yeah. I mean, you know, just be. That's another one. Positive. That's another one. You got DeAndre yeah. Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald. Um 
But, you know, I, I and again, to counteract what you said about Eli, I, some people were saying trade Odell Beckham three years ago. And I, you, it, you'd be hard, it'd be hard to convince me that we wouldn't be a better team after reaping the benefits of trading him two or three years ago than we are now with him on the team, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I just, it's, it's, it's just a mess. It's, it's just, and also you got to look at you guys. So right now you guys are set to have the number one draft pick. Yes. If the, if the season ended right here, right now, today, you guys have the number one draft pick. We're worse than the Browns. And supposedly, sorry, the Jets lost them. Supposedly, um, everyone's hyping up this kid from Auburn, the quarterback, Justin Herbert. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, a little burp action. So they're hi- everyone's hyping him up, mm-hmm. and they're saying, oh, this is a lock for the Giants. The kid has doesn't even think he's going to come out for the draft. I like the guy from Oregon. I like Will Greer. I like um, Will Greer. But here's here's my thing. This, you know, it puts you in a hole now. Oh, my God. We have the number one pick, and this quarterback my, who's worthy, supposedly worthy of the number one overall pick may not even come out to the is draft. better than Will Greer? Everyone, everyone's on the on the I'm Justin Herbert the train. I'm over the everyone. I, I, I'm over the. Everyone. All right, look, but, I'm personally a fan. of I have not seen enough of Justin Herbert, but personally, I am a fan of Will Greer. I've always been mm-hmm. a Will Greer fan, even before he got caught doing roids. Yeah, no, or whatever the hell he was doing. Yeah. Um, and also, I think um, he has a nice balance where he's in that West Virginia high flying <clears> air raid <throat> offense. Let's just hope it's not Geno Smith 2.0. I don't think so. I think he's much more polished in the pocket. I do too. And you, you'll know that better yeah. than I will. Um, but. I think um, I, I would not be upset with that pick. I still, like, man, I'm, I'm probably going to sound stupid, but I still think this Giants team can go, like, 7-9. and nine. I really do. I think okay. they're I think they're. You guys have been in that. the last few games. It's just, it's just ugly. And your coaching decisions have been. The coaching decisions have been treacherous. Poor. Very poor. Treacherous. <clears throat> I don't know what the issue is with going down the field. I don't know what the issue is. We don't even really <clears throat> play poorly on defense. Like, we're an okay defense. Your like, defense is fine. Yeah. Your defense... The way I see it is, if you can allow 17 points or less per game, which you guys typically have been right in that range. 17, 21, right around yeah, there. Yeah, you got you could, you should win football games. True. If your defense holds an opponent to 17 yeah. to 23 range, your offense should be able to perform. And, also, and you guys aren't. Looking at what Eli Manning does when he drops back, I don't think they run plays. I don't know what Eli Manning's skill set is, like, but it's not what they have him doing. Handicap. He's running R- <laughs> He's running RPO plays. They, they they literally run two or three screens per drive. Like if they get more than one. You guys had a down, great play call, great play uh, design last night. The screen to Evan Ingram. You sent Barkley out in motion. I think it was. I, I did like that. Yeah, I like that. Did that he was miss nice. him? No, he, he hit him. He hit him, but then he was screens. like, then he was like a yard short of the third of the first down. Whatever, dog. But the highlight of last night for me was uh, Booger McPiss himself. Okay. Yeah, the story about being—he uh, was like mad telling the story. Well, like, no, I know. Well, apparently Odell <laughs> Odell's now a diva because he would rather piss in a toilet than right. in his own pants. Booger, not a Odell fan. We found out last night. Yeah. Not no. A, not a but here's my thing. He's not lying. Like I, I, I don't know I, about you. I've, I've never seen. Se- I, I know of a player. That defecated on himself because <laughs> it was cl- it was a close game, um, and there was just no time to come off the field. Right. Um, this is at the college level. Right, um, right, right. But I've never heard of someone per- like purposely wanting, well, not wanting, but like they have the opportunity to go piss and they don't. So my freshman year in college, right? I actually almost did. As a, yeah, so I was a red shirt. I wasn't even playing. So you have no excuse. 
It was pouring rain. Oh, it doesn't even matter. Well, it was pouring rain. It was cold. I had to pee all game, like so bad. And it, this was in the first half. I was about to say you could have went ahead. Okay. So I went to my trainer and I said, look, I can't even move right now. I need to pee. I was like, I need, you need to give me something, a cup or something. So I grabbed the cup and uh, they wrapped some towels around me. And just as I was about to go, the half ended. <laughs> and I, I went into the locker room, somehow managed to get there. But I was this close to like peeing myself. I've also, um, one of my former coaches. This is a bizarre story. Yeah, one of my former, well, this is, this is what happens. This is what, see, this is what people like to know though. Cause like the fans just sit at home on the couch and they get to pee in their yeah. lovely yeah. toilet. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> I, I had a former coach who said that when they had to go during, during a game and he started, he'd be on the field, he would jump on a pile and piss. That's gross. That's gross. Selfish, <laughs> but it's like I'm gonna piss on you. No, yeah, it's disrespectful. That, that's very disrespectful. I know, I know guys who have. Um, Imagine being a pile and getting pissed on. Yeah, I remember guys in high school and in college would not shower like before games or do nasty stuff like to what? smell weird. To smell weird. Yeah, like just bizarre. People are weird. People football players. So oh, football weird. players are off, man. Yeah, but I, I don't think Odell. I think Odell is a diva. I don't think he is a diva for going to pee. I mean, you know. Oh, I not at all. Yeah, like like this is this is just a guy peeing. But anyway, I thought it was pretty funny. Um, another news: the Dallas Cowboys traded away Amar- uh, traded for Amari Cooper. Mm-hmm. Excuse me for a first round pick next year. The Raiders now officially in rebuild mode. They own three first-round picks next year, and I believe two in 2020. I think I have a very um, unpopular opinion about the Amari Cooper trade. Okay. I think it was a good move because I think, I really truthfully believe Dallas has talent all over the field. And with the draft pick they were already going to have, you're probably going to be around that 17 to 24 range. Um, uh, I'd, say, I'd say more of like 10 to 17. You think 10 to 7? I think they can win the division. I, you do? I really think they can win eight, okay. eight, to, ten, eight to nine games. It's um, not sad, eight to nine games. That wins yeah. you the division. Well, I think there's a lot of talent in the division. They're just all going to beat the piss out of each other. Um, I think that wide receiver is the biggest need. Their offensive line isn't the best in the league like it used to be, but it's still good. Um, their defense is all right. Um, they just need a wide receiver, and honestly, I don't think Amari Cooper was comfortable comfortable in uh, Oakland. Right. So I think if he's able to, I really can see his game getting better. I think he's going to be in a position to succeed, especially with how good the run game is in Dallas and how and Dak being mobile. Um, this is interesting to me, and I th- I don't think the Cowboys got a good deal, but I think they made the right move. So, um, I I agree with you actually. Okay. Um, I think the Cowboys made the right move, and here's why: um, where you are in the draft, or the way I see you finishing the year, and where you will be, I don't see a receiver that is as good or as good as uh, Amari Cooper is. Right now, so basically, you would have drafted a receiver with that pick, but with because you you would have had to, otherwise your fan base would have erupted. Mm-hmm. Um, so by them trading away this pick, it's basically like drafting a player. Exactly. And Amari Cooper's is only it, 24? 24 years old. Yeah. He's not going to be making a lot of money this year. And I also see it as a future move, believe it or not. Um, you got Dak coming up 
possibly to a contract. He's been playing better, by the way. Better. I think he heard but, me but give you up have... his top 10 deal, and he kind of got upset. <laughs> so now he's coming back um, to that spot. But you got Dak, mm-hmm. who's going to be in contract negotiations, I believe, next year. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's you're going to want to know, hey, do we keep this guy and pay him, or do we start to look for the next Troy Aikman here in Dallas. Yeah. And by bringing in Amari Cooper, I think you bring in a weapon to further evaluate and better evaluate that situation with Dak. Do you understand what I'm saying? I hear you. I hear you. I think, I yeah, so that I, I, I everybody's freaking out and saying, first-round pick, you're crazy. I think Amari Cooper, if he comes out of the draft this year just based upon his raw talent, you're drafting yeah. him in the first yeah. round. Yeah, so basically you, you drafted a guy in his fourth year who's a two-time Pro Bowler already. And mm-hmm. here's my thing. A lot of people are saying, oh, yeah, um, well, he's fallen off the past two years. Got news for you. So is the whole entire Raiders organization. I agree. So it's, it's not just Amari Cooper. He's yeah. had he's had his drops. And Derek Carr, honestly, like everybody talks about how good he is, he hasn't been good in two or three years at all. Well, he's he, been pretty bad. Yeah. This he year, this MVP year season. he's he's got the he's like the Alex Smith this year, just with more interceptions. Yeah. He's got the high completion percentage, you know. He's like playoff Alex Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm definitely on the same. I'm I'm definitely on the page of right move by the Cowboys. Did they overpay a little bit? Yeah, but I'm really not mad about it. I think uh, I think it's a good move. I do too. But there we go. Uh, you see your voice changes when we're about to get into the Jets. You see our <sighs> voice gets a little softer. We get into the I, did, I didn't even know that was next until it, I looked and I was like, ah. It was your ah. conscience speaking. It was your conscience. Uh, Go ahead. Take the take. The I don't look. even know what I want to. It's just growing pains, man. Like, yeah. you know, like this is just the whole process of going through a growing pain. You have the Sam Darnold has the best game of his life, fortunately, at the game that I was at against the Colts. Um, You're very up and down. Very up and down this year. That's why I keep saying we need to find consist- consistency. And when we do, we will be a good team. Mm-hmm. That's what all good teams have. Um, but, you know, everyone's like, oh, you, you know, you can't blame this game on Sam. You know, I don't know if you saw the game. We lost to the Vikings 37-17. Also one of the best teams in football. Right, right. Um, but here's my thing. The receivers for the Jets, we're, we're hurt right now. And the second half, I believe, it was like everyone was like a third stringer. <laughs> and there was like eight drops. Yeah. Something absurd. And Sam Darnold, I believe, finished the game 12 of 44. I don't care how many drops you have. I don't really care if, you, if you're pressured. You can't go a game 12 of 44. So you know what, Rook? I'm going to put a little bit on your shoulders here, and I'm going to hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to hold you accountable for the whole thing, but everyone's yeah. saying, oh, he's 21, lay off him, he'll be good yeah, in four yeah. years. Yeah, he will be. But right now, you need to realize he just went 12 of 44. You can't go for You can't go can't 12 happen. of 44 with three interceptions. You just can't. You can't. So, and that's a step back from the previous week. So I'm going to hold him a little bit of, a little bit accountable. Now my question is to Jeff fans, are we still with Todd Bowles? I am not. I'm not. Really? No, I'm not. Um this was kind of this year was kind of like my last straw for me with him because I'm a strong believer in a young as I mentioned on the last episode, I'm a strong believer in a young offensive minded young offensive minded head coaches for a young quarterback, uh guys who are aggressive and can handle time management. And just has this guy's focus and discipline and I I think Todd Bowles has kind of lost control of that. The play, there's penalties all over the place for the past two years. And I don't even want to blame him for that, actually, because at some point it's just like, come on now. you got to be better on the field. But uh, So you have that. There was the play. Um, you probably didn't see it. But Kirk Cousins threw a backward pass at the ground, mm-hmm. and both Jet defenders didn't do anything about it. Clearly a fumble. Could have returned it to the house. That would have, I think, tied the game at mm-hmm. the time. Would have been a huge momentum swing for the Jets. But they weren't paying attention. They weren't focused. 
and Vikings recovered it. So there's there's minor things with me about Todd Bowles and our for a defensive minded head coach, our defense has let up over 400 yards total offense in like three straight weeks. So that's a, that's a sign for me. Oh my god, almost just yanked out the wire. You see that? Here's my question: Are you in hashtag fire Todd Bowles mode, or are you in hashtag um, he can go or he can stay? What do you like, mean? Would you want to fire him before the season's over? No. You'd fire him at the end of the year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do that, but I'll tell you what though. One guy I do want to get rid of more than Todd Bowles is Jeremy Bates, the offensive coordinator, who's only in his seventh game as an OC. He's never had that position before. He is horrible. Wow. Well, what happened with he's from the Shanahan tree, and and then uh, he went hiking for like two years without a cell phone or anything. Just like went MIA to find himself, rethink offensive play calling, and it didn't work. Jeremy sounds like a vegan. Jeremy, it didn't is he work. Vegan? I don't he know. He like probably he it. He sounds like he'd be a vegan. Yeah, that's anyway. a very vegan thing. Yeah, you go find disappearing yourself. for no two years. No shots to vegans. No shots to vegans. Oh, Just I'm saying. full shot to vegan. <laughs> it means more grass outside. Yeah. Um, but anyway, his offensive play calling to me is just absolutely atrocious. He he finds what works. Like, a, the, for instance, the um, drive that we scored on, Sam Darnold just absolutely tore apart the Vikings defense. Like, awesome. killed him. It was awesome. It was beautiful. And it's like, hey, that worked. Let's, let's go. Not let's do not it do it again. <laughs> and it's like, what? What's going on? It's it's just really bad watching it. Yeah. And some of the play, I get. See. I get from an offensive coordinator standpoint, like you may call something three plays prior mm-hmm. to set up something for, you know, to set up something based off of that, off of what you see, but he's just bad. Yeah. Like he's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, who would be your last thing on the Jets? Who would be your like ideal, like slam dunk hire? Like, I feel like the oh. guy from Oklahoma would be awesome. Oh, um, what Lincoln Riley? Yeah. Like, I would like cool. that. Um, um I would like a pipe dream. I would currently like the OC for um Minnesota. What if y'all could get Filippo? What if you got y'all could get um McDaniels from the Pats? I don't, I think he's more of a You think he's more of an OC guy? Yeah. No yeah, yeah, not even that. I just um I don't like the whole Belichick tree type thing. <laughs> Why? Cuz no one no yeah, never works. Yeah. They're better under Bill for real. Yeah. Um so yeah, well, I would know. seriously like John DeFilippo. Uh, I think John's his first name, DeFilippo. He was the Eagles quarterback coach when they won the Super Bowl mm-hmm. last year and developed Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. Now he's OC for the Vikings. Okay. That seems to be working out. He's a young yeah. offensive-minded guy. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it, it's kind of weird how the whole NFL and even college works. I mean, it really, it doesn't matter how you perform. It seems like they always just recycle coaches. Like, yeah. you know, it's... But, you know, everyone's out here looking for the next Sean McVay. And yeah. I think he's the closest thing to it. By the way, speaking of Sean McVay, I think the Rams are going to go undefeated. You could put that on paper right Dude, now. Dude, I was looking at their schedule, man. It, it doesn't look like they're going to face much resistance. Um, <laughs> it does not look like they're going to have much of a problem. Do they Say that again into the mic. Resistance. Um, it doesn't look like... There's much that I mean, they're just they do everything well. Like you don't look at them and you're like, ah, they struggle here. Ah, I can see this. I know. And, and not to mention they spent a million, a hundred million dollars in free agency this year and just absolutely killed it with uh, pro bowlers. The only place I can really see them getting tripped up is on on November fourth. They play the Saints in New Orleans. That'll be a challenge. Ooh, um, that's a really good game. And other than that, man. Other than that, does that say Sunday night game? Please tell me it says Sunday night uh, game. It's four thirty. Oh, okay. Dude, see, that's something I got. I I need suggestions, maybe from you after the show, or 
the listeners, um, I need suggestions. So tweet them at me if you could. I'm I I'm tired of uh, just having one game on at 4:30. Like this week, I was stuck with the Redskins Cowboys. Yeah. I really don't want to watch that. Uh-huh. I would have much rather watched the Saints and the Ravens. Mm-hmm. So if anybody has any sort of suggestion, I'm open on to how it. to find other games. Yeah. Can I say something as well? We didn't actually plan about this, but I I can't. I know other people like it, but I don't like Red Zone. Like, it's cool. I got it when it first came out, but then I I got off of it. My only problem with it is the way that I like to watch football. I mean, you don't have any context. You don't really get into the flow of the game. Like, I'm not trying to sound like some kumbaya guy here, but, like, I like like watching the flows of I do, too. I do, too. Um, I feel like if you have 15 TVs, that'd be cool to have, like, on in the corner, like, when everything's really boring. But I'm much more of a... But that's what make co- makes college awesome is, like, there are 15 games on at once. You can pick I love whichever it. one. Yeah. NFL, it's like, oh, the Jets are playing the Because well, they have contracts. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. I hate it. Um, <laughs> no, but here's the problem. We grew up in a – we have grown up in a fantasy football-driven um, lifetime. That's yeah. why offense is so big now. That's why passing is so big. Mm-hmm. But that's also why red zone is so yeah. big. People just want to see their, their guys score. True. Um, just to – finish up on that Rams point. So their schedule going is Niners, Dub, Packers, Aaron Rodgers is hurt. Um, so I can see them winning that. Saints, that's the toughest challenge. Then Seahawks, Chiefs. Ooh, Chiefs. Chiefs. At home, though. They got the Chiefs at home. And then Lions, Bears, Eagles, Cardinals, Niners. So, oh yeah, they do have a chance to really run the table. Wow. Oh, my. Yeah. Chiefs and Rams is at night, by the way. Which Love will be that. Uh, fun. Yeah. Um... In other news, just real quick, just want to touch on this. Texans have won four straight after starting out 0-3 and now taking control of the AFC South. Really impressive. Yeah. Really impressive. I told you. Um, I told you. I was all about firing Bill O'Brien. Um, but it looks like the team is respond. That's the thing, man. Like it's 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 cool to see team uh, respond. Team respond for their coach. Right. Um and you're really seeing it there. Um so good for them. Uh Patrick Peterson has requested out of uh Arizona, rightfully so. They are booty cheeks and horrible. And a proven guy like that, still uh, at a Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl level, the age of 28, he's um, he could definitely make a Super Bowl contender into a Super Bowl winner. If you, I thought he would go to the Saints, but clearly they wanted um, Eli Apple. They probably wanted to get a. Uh, they probably wanted to save some money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and probably a few picks or something. So where makes sense? Carolina. Uh, 49ers. Chiefs, 49ers, Chiefs, Chiefs is uh, I think is now the leader uh-huh. actually. So there's a few options for him. Yeah, um, I yeah, I want out of there too. I'd so not... want. You know what I hate? What is when a player like that requests out, and all these teams are like like all these fans tweet out like go get him, go get him, go get him. You don't need him. Yeah, like you yeah. don't need him. If yeah. you have two stud DBs, you don't need him. You know who could use him too? New England. Yeah. Again, New England without the playmaking. Have him returning punts. Yeah. Uh, as Edelman has no business back there returning punts. Um, so, yeah, they could use it. By the way, how lucky did they get with uh, – I thought – I thought – I thought. Uh, Bro, I've never seen a Hail Mary come up one yard short, but no, of course the Patriots. I'm talking about uh, their running back, Michelle. I oh, thought yeah. he was just never going to play football again. Yeah, he's good, to, he's good to go. He's good to go. Um, it's my guy. You know, I loved him coming out of college. They get, they get lucky again uh, with the injury bug. But Gronk just looks like his career is over. Like he just looks like it's, he looks like he's gonna be going out there in a wheelchair very soon. Um, but he'll end up making a big play <laughs> at some point. Yeah. Um, 
There's always, and if you watch a Patriot, Patriot game, there's always a Gronk drive. Where they just hit him three or just four Just hit him three or four times, yeah. and, and it, they just march down the field. Yeah. So, let's get into a little baseball. Let's do it. Um, World Series. You know who I'm rocking with. I know I'm who you're rocking with. with. You know Sox. who I'm rocking with. You know who I'm rocking let's with. Let's break down the storylines real quick first. Okay, all right. Manny Machado yep. does not like the Boston Red Sox. Okay. Uh, for those of you that you think he's going to pull a dirty play in, in the biggest well, spotlight you know, in baseball? you know he's the one. He uh, slid into second base, hurting Dustin Pedroia, which was effectively the last mm. time he played. Uh, yeah, is that what happened to him? Is he, like, gone forever? He's uh, he's not on the roster, but he's on in the dugout for emotional – the David the David Wright role. For, oh, okay. Uh, but wow, I, good yeah, reference. Yeah, yeah. So that's the honorary role for okay. a star who's not a star uh-huh. but is in the but bullpen or dugout. Um, Manny Machado just does not like Boston. And then after he heard him, uh, after he heard Pedroia, they threw at him. Uh, right, right. Game. I do remember this. They threw now. behind him. Um and, you know, we got the cold weather in Boston. We got the warm weather in L.A. You know, that baseball still... You think anyone's going to get sick? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe finger blisters are uh, are, are, are in play? I don't know. We'll have yeah, to well, see. Yeah, you well, you, you have to play no matter what. It's the no, World Series. No, for sure. Like. For sure. Um, but but uh, what's the name? Machado just had that dirty play against the Brewers. Which was clearly a dirty play. Dirty play. Clearly. He looked down. At the guy's ankles. It was a dirty play. Yeah. It was a dirty play. But he's been balling out this uh Yeah, him this and Puig. Him, him and Puig. Puig. Um, I love Puig. And who's been balling out, who's been my... Uh, we, we were getting into... You know what? I started early. We're getting into World Series MVP production. Uh, Prediction. uh, predictions. My prediction is Jackie Bradley Jr. And here's why I say so. A lot of people will say, well, but Billy, he's only batting 185 in the postseason. If you look at his other statistics this postseason, he's been lights out. Right. He's obviously been great of the, uh, in the three-headed monster of the defensive outfield that the Red Sox have, which is by far the best I've seen in my life. He's be- He has an 8.53 OPS, has accounted for 14 runs and seven walks in this postseason. Uh, and this is a guy that Red Sox fans were begging for them to trade, begging for them to get rid of. Um, and he's just showed up, man. Uh, you know, a lot of people are talking about Mookie Betts. Um, Alex Cora came out and said today that it's actually very unlikely that he moves to second base with the whole DH thing going on. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Jackie Bradley Jr. is going to be my pick. I just, uh, I never really liked having a, uh, pitcher be MVP just cause you don't, you I, was gonna, effect, I wanted to say Kershaw, but like, it's just, yeah. If it, he does it, it'll have to be two shut, like two seven shut out shutouts games, yeah. or like a one run. Yeah. Uh, and I, maybe a dinger. I don't dislike the MVP for pitchers. I'm just saying it has to be like a blow your One thing's for sure. Performance. One thing's for sure. DeGrom for Cy Young. Yeah. I, I can't believe it still <laughs> has. They, they need to do the voting. I don't like the voting at, after. I like it at the end. I, I like don't, it after. I don't because it ruins the whole, it ruins the, it. Sh- I, I know it doesn't change it for voters, but the momentum, momentum and the way of what you're thinking about is all skewed. It should happen the day after. Well, I think, season. so here, here, yeah, I, I think the votes go in then because uh-huh. the votes don't go, the playoffs don't matter. But then you're just like I, I don't know. It's just I, I, I the way that the kind of the 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 flow of the way that everybody talks about it, like nobody said the word the name Degrom in right in, it feels like seven eight weeks. Yeah. So I feel like that kind of stuff. You know, well, the shout NBA out to likes Donovan to Mitchell for reminding it. everybody. Yeah. Well, he big Met fan, Jersey. Yeah. big Met guy, big Met guy. Um. So the game's yeah. gonna start in like five minutes. Actually. Yeah. So we gotta wrap. Do you this think? Up. Do you think you could commentate a game? Baseball. Yeah. 
I actually, if I had to pick one, it'd be baseball because it's it just seems fun. Like you're just shooting. My like, thing is, I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to say like, oh yeah, that's a that's a slider there. Like I wouldn't be able to. Dude, I would be a, I wouldn't be as good as Ron and uh, Gary. And, well, they're the best Keith. in the business. The but I've always like that's always been something I'm jealous with. And whenever I'm hanging out with my uh, buddies that play baseball, like Steve or the VT baseball guys, I'm always trying to. Figure it's out probably pitch. annoying, but I'll ask them. I'll be like, "Yo, so situational baseball here." Like they'll they'll watch and they'll be like two one, and they're saying, "Oh, he's gonna work outside here." I'm like, "What? Why? Why? How do you yeah. know that he's gonna work outside here?" And then they're like, "Oh, I, I throw a slider. Here. Why? Why? Why?" I love. There's so much situational. Yeah, but awareness. the average fan doesn't know that. Yeah, and I want to. I I really want to learn. As it's much interesting. As I can. What I, I understand it. I understand some of it. Um, but I do. What I say, like I wouldn't be able to tell the pitch is like. Uh, I can tell what a curveball is. I can tell what a fastball is. Mm-hmm. But in in a split of a second, how yeah. like Gary, Keith, and Ron, how they're just like, oh yeah, that was a slider. I or like that was a splitter. Or I can't a... tell splitter, slider, curve. Yeah, no. I can't tell the breaking difference. ball. Yeah, that's a breaking ball. That's <laughs> oh, look at that breaking ball! And oh, everyone looks seven. at you like, damn, oh, you're a genius. Oh, that's eighty-one. Okay, that's a changeup. Breaking like, ball is yeah. like the uh, you're like average Joe. Like yeah. I know my stuff. Oh, the ball moved. Slang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the ball moved. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, I I definitely have learned a lot more about. If you watch Ron and Keith and them, you learn a lot about. The you game. do. You learn a lot. You learn a lot about the game. So. Um, even in the playoffs, Ron is killing it. Oh, like he kills dude. it. It was weird seeing him for the Yanks, Ron but always kills whatever. It. Um, still heartbroken by that, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't even get me started. Um, my MVP. I I don't know. I really don't care as long as the um as long as the Dodgers win. That's all I really so care about. So why are you hopping on this bandwagon <laughs> right now? Are you just doing that to slight me right no, now? No, I just don't like Boston sports. It's not okay. the Celtics. Okay. I okay. ride with the Celtics. Okay. I like Justin Turner. I'd like to see him win a ring. Um, um, so the game is going to start in about five Sox. minutes. You got the Sox. I'm taking the Dodgers because I hate the Sox. And I got I can't the get Sox, though, it. and I know this game will be decided when people listen to it. I think the Dodgers take game one. I think Kershaw is just immaculate. Today. Hey, a little word to the Dodgers. If... You're, if uh, yeah, you're not listening because it won't be out till after the game. But um, just some advice throughout the series: do not like troll the Red Sox because every team, work. every team that's done that has failed. Doesn't and it's work. been ugly, mm-hmm. so let's not do it. Puig's been Puig also was flirting with fire last series when he was talking. We're gonna sweep them, and then they went down one zero yeah, or two zero. Yeah, yeah. So be careful, Puig. Um, helmet stickers. Ooh, my helmet sticker this week goes to Rondale Moore, wide receiver from Purdue. 12 catches, 170 yards, two touchdowns, and 58 yards returning on mm. punts and kickoffs. In their big win over the Ohio State University. So and happy they lost. their cornball coach. Um, the whole really university. A bunch of cornballs. I'll tell you what. That I, I, I really enjoy Almost too much. Almost freak. I really enjoyed watching them lose. I know. Like, me too. Yeah. I was so happy. Uh, mine is Aaron Donald as the Rams continue to Dude, roll. You give it to him every week. He's got four sacks this week. Y- in all seriousness, I like four sacks. I had I, I was a victim of this. When you watch football, and you watch a team like that with an Aaron Donald, or you watch a, stop ball watching and just for a drive watch, watch Aaron Donald and what he, he's not going to make the tackle every play. He will beat the guy in front of him ninety percent of the time the ball is snapped. Uh, just and he's so quick so off the ball. You miss so much of that when you ball watch. You really oh, yeah, should. Absolutely. You really should watch up front or watch. Uh, I sound like a true um, fat lineman, but it's really fun to watch. Uh, getting in some NBA, it's back up. Like Billy said, you you didn't get to watch much of it, but we'll just cover up. I will say though, real quick. What's up? The NBA is doing an excellent job in how it's marketing itself, and the players are are playing 
out of their mind. I haven't been able to watch too many games from beginning to end, but they're it's like the playoffs right now. It's game one, game two, game three. They're playing their balls off. And good I for mean, them. Like it's it's a great product. It good really for them. Is. You got you got a little bit of boxing in it too. Dude, let's t- I'm so I ready to talk it. about this. I love it. Before this game starts though, yeah. which is in a few you minutes. You got to you got to set it up. Yeah, I told yeah. you to set it up. I know, I know. Come on, come on, come on. So, yeah, I'll set it up. Yeah, go, go set on. it up. All right. Yeah. Put it on, Bill. Go ahead, talk about no, it. No, you're good. Like uh, I just want to There, it's on. It's on? Yeah, it's nice. On. Little World Series in the background for us. Uh, um, here's my thing. Um, we agree on the whole let me spitting put, thing. I'm just gonna put this out there. Okay. I don't think he spit on it. I don't I think, think sweat so. Sweat fell down his front lip and, and it breathed and it went out. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, if he did spit on you, if that's your reaction, well, poke you're in the soft. Eye. So like, soft. Yo, <laughs> so soft. If someone spits on me, it's a, it's it's a it's riggedy, over. Rap. Yeah, yo, it's, <laughs> like it's over. If, that's if, literally if, the most disrespectful. People spit on the ground. Mm-hmm. People spit in the toilet. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what they think of you. But I don't think I don't, I really don't think he did. I, I honestly, in all truthful, first of all, supposedly so, CP's like world, a horrible teammate from everything coming out. The world is so soft with how Billy, we're, it's not with, on. I know with how we're overanalyzing no. this, um, but. I love Rondo. I've loved Rondo since he was on the Celtics. He pushes people's buttons. He's been and, about it. And, yo, everybody talks about how good of a guy Chris Paul is, but how bad everybody who's actually played with him has said he's a horrible team. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Billy's actually fixing the TV right now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited for the World Series. But, yeah, Ron, dude, Rondo's been about it. And, honestly, nice left hook. Dude, like that was nice. He connected. He yeah. definitely connected. So you got Braun holding the, holding Chris Paul back, trying to trying to uh, save the summer 2K19 yeah, vacation. Big, big, big brother-in-law move. Uh, right? Brandon Ingram, who's a who's a f- fuming throughout the whole game, coming in with his nine foot long arm reach he wasn't acting and punching over two people. Very un Duke Blue Devil like. Yeah. Very un Duke like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, and then they, he had the ref like this. Yeah. Like oh, they well, fighting, the re- fighting. Well, no, like, the ref. <laughs> This is going. The ref took Chris, uh, took Rondo, and basically got him smashed in the face. Yeah, by nice going, ref. No, 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 not him. Back. The other one. The other one who was like this. Oh. It was like this. If you see him on the side, I'm like, hmm. Yeah. No, he didn't want. He didn't want. He didn't He's want like, no oh. smoke. Yeah, he, he didn't no want smoke. that. Um. But last night, uh, they lost to the Spurs the in Lakers overtime. The Lakers. Yeah. Wait, can I just say something for everybody who toots the LeBron James uh, horn? Uh, DeMar DeRozan had the exact same stat line from rebounds, points, and assists that LeBron had. But everyone's talking about, yo, LeBron, you had a great game. DeRozan at the end of the game was like his son, considering the playoff history. I'm just saying, man, report the damn news. All right, that's fine. Report the news. Uh, LeBron missed two free throws at the end. He hit the clutch three-pointer in the fourth to go in overtime, but then in overtime missed two free throws. I don't have a problem with the free throws. I don't either. MJ and Kobe did it, so I don't want to hear it. See, look, that's your typical LeBron response. Anyway. Got you. Uh, the problem I have is I know you the love shot him. that he took at the buzzer. He took a contested three. Drive to the hole, man. There's no reason for you to be pulling up and taking that three. Uh, but either way, it's game three. He's going to find out his teammates. Yeah, 0-3 star. I think matter. they'll be on track. They'll still make it the playoffs. It doesn't matter, man. Um, Nuggets in Toronto, they're starting hot mm-hmm. right now. Uh, Toronto's 4-0. I think the Nuggets are 4-0 yeah. as well. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Did you see uh, Dame's costume? I did Lillard? it. I didn't, but the Stone one I cold. liked more was the Moharkless crackhead uh, yeah. uh, costume. Nice. That was my favorite. Um, 
Dude, let's do winners and losers because this is about a warm up. You know, I love listening to the national anthem. Like, let's knock out winners and losers. All right, all right. But just real quick. Real quick. Ohio State's out of the top four. Oh, no. You're right. We got to do this. Got to do this. Got to do Got to do our top four. We'll do our top four. Right Ohio now. State's out of the top four. I'm loving it. You're loving it. Um, We're all loving it. I hope they don't make the playoffs. The biggest game coming up right now is between LSU and Bama. Can anyone beat Bama? I don't think so. But if anyone's going to do it, it's going to be LSU. Okay. Tua um, has yet to throw an interception. This LSU defense plays together. They play mm-hmm. fast. They play physical. And I think they're more proven than Notre Dame, mm-hmm. personally. Um, but here's my question. If Alabama loses, do they drop out of the top ten? Can I give you my top four? It's very confident. Con- yeah. Con- yeah. Con- con- What's the word? I don't know what you're trying to say. Um, you're so focused on, on this. Confrontational. I'm going Alabama number one, no question there. I'm going LSU. Two. Number two. Love it. Notre Dame number three. And I'm really, really tempted to put Michigan number four. But I'll put Clemson number four. It's just Clemson's schedule has just been a, a joke. It, it yeah. really has. Clemson, I feel like, is a little overrated this year. It, I think they're a little overrated It's their D-line. That, that's awesome. Um, um, Michigan's win over Michigan State, that's a big win. Um, UCF still thinks they should be in the top four. Just play a more challenging schedule, dude. Like you got UCF, I would teams. love to see the. Oh, there's first pitch. Oh, the game's on. First pitch. Yeah. Love right. it. All right, winners and losers, dude. Well, do you think Bama's out of the top ten? If they lose. No. I don't either. They're like four. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they might be number two. All right, let's do it. Let's do it because we want to watch this game. Yeah. Winners and losers. Um, my winner of the week is LSU okay. for bouncing back and being where I think they belong in the top four. And my loser is the Jacksonville Jaguars because they sat Blake Bortles and you're ne- you paid the man and now you're in a predicament. I, I tweeted this out. Um, the quarterback position is the most complex and difficult uh, position in all of sports. And if you have to question if a guy can play the position and carry you at that position, you shouldn't pay him. Yes, I agree 100%. So would you have gone the one-year contract route? Yes. Okay, yes. I agree. My winner, I made a last-second change, is Norv Turner, the new offensive coordinator Ooh. for the Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte. Oh, I'm an idiot. Whoa. The, you got me into basketball, so I was thinking Whoa, Charlotte. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, Turner, yeah. Well, the Panthers do play in Charlotte, but – Home Cam on Dodgers. Newton, Cam Newton, don't do that. Cam, New, Cam Newton's had a great year. Uh-huh. Uh, the Panthers look good. They won't. I don't think they'll be able to unseat the Saints for to winning the division. I think they'll make some noise in the wild card. So Norv Turner has been a great addition to that coaching staff. I agree. Losers, everyone trashing Eli. Leave my man alone. Let him rock. <laughs> Let him rock. Um, shout outs. Don't have any. Um, shout out to you for going down to Florida, man. Much thank respect. You. I appreciate that it. Much thank love. You. Much love. Um, other than that, guys, we will be back next week. There may be a schedule change uh, on the day that you're getting it. Um, but we will be around next week. Um, looking forward to hearing from you, hearing and mm-hmm. you guys hearing us. Um, what else is there to say? That's it, man. Follow us on, on the usual platforms, Instagram, uh, Twitter, Facebook. I have a podcast. Thanks for listening. Sorry for the fun, delay. Man. I missed you. Billy had to do some good deeds. Yeah. And we'll be back next week. Thank All you, right. guys. We'll